Jason Cage for Mix 96.5 for I on Houston with my good friend, special guest Dennis Aerosmith is here. We go way back. Applause button. Oh, yeah. Uh, from the uh, Houston Grand Opera. Well, thanks for having us on. Uh, I've been a part of the Houston Grand Opera family for about 16 years as a performer, as an administrator, and now my new role as a children's book author. There it is. Yeah, it's really exciting. I've, I've gotten to flex many artistic muscles over the years, but this is the first time I've been given the opportunity of actually writing a, a book. And it's, it's been a great process. It's been really invigorating and exciting. And I can't wait to share my book with Houston and beyond. So do they come to you and they go, Hey, by the way, I know you got so much going on, but can you please write a book for us? Or what, what was the, uh, well, one of our, one of our really generous and fabulous patrons, Connie Kwan Wong, she kind of had the idea that Houston Grand Opera really needed its own children's book. So my boss, Carlene, uh, suggested to me, why don't you write this book? And I jumped at the opportunity. I had found this story about an armadillo who wanted to sing. It's a, it's a Bolivian folktale, actually. And I found it while looking for inspiration for the other program I manage, which is called Opera to Go. Opera to Go brings 45-minute operas into schools, libraries, community centers. And so I'm always looking for new stories that we can tell through that. And I found this great story, but I decided that an opera about someone who can't sing is difficult. Yeah. Uh, you know, how do you have a character who can't sing? It's, it's tricky. Um, so I kind of had it tucked away in the back of my mind. And when the idea for this book came up, I just thought it would be perfect. How cool is that? So you've written uh, songs before, but you've never actually gotten into the uh, yeah harder, t- tougher, exactly. or harder uh, than writing um, a song. Well, this or easier or tougher, I should say. It's it was it was great. It was it, I don't want to say it was easy, but um, it it took about two months to get all the words down. Um, it's it's written in uh, rhyming couplets. Uh, which was super fun. Uh, it's, it's more difficult than you might think to find words that rhyme with opera. But, uh, yeah, the. Flopera, yeah, <laughs> opera. Actually, it's funny. A lot of times people do conf- confuse opera to go with opera to go and they're very disappointed <laughs> when they don't get free cars at our performances. But, uh, they get, uh, beautiful opera instead. Um, so yeah, I, I had a great time writing it and then it took about a year and a half to get the illustrations and the book actually produced. Did you do the illustrations too? Because that's what Absolutely we were just talking not. about. It looks no, like. I cannot <laughs> draw super nice. to save my life. Um, the illustrator was was brought to us through Connie. Um, his name is Edward Huckabian, and he did a great job of making this beautiful, rich, textured watercolor imagery that is what I wanted. Um, so Yeah, really it's a gorgeous book. Lots of little out. stuff for your kids to go, ooh, and point at, point at things, which is what my kid always likes to do. So this was, uh, you kind of touched on that. So H... Uh, HGO, Houston Grand Opera, it's a separate thing from what HGO Co. is. So the Co.'s kind of... Well, the HGO Co. is a department within Houston Grand Opera. We're all one big company, but our department focuses on education and community initiatives. So this book is just a tiny part of all the programming that we do, um, but it's very it's a very important part, um, reaching the young kids and the new audiences out there. Armadillo's Dream, uh, the name of the book, will become a part of our storybook opera program, which is aimed at really the youngest kids, um, primarily pre-K through second grade. And it's a singing storyteller that comes and spends about 30 minutes with the intimate audience bringing a storybook to life using bits wow. of singing yeah. and just showing them what opera singers can do. Um, uh, this book in particular is opera-themed. 
Uh, it's about, uh, an armadillo that dreams of singing. And in our, in this version, he actually becomes a prop used on stage in the opera, The Pearl Fishers, which H. Joe is producing this season. Oh, nice. And that is yeah. not a coincidence. Kind of got some, some, a little bit of heavy themes in this book in a good way. It's got some action. You got a storm that comes through. Uh, yeah. it all takes place here, kind of local Houston, right? So yes, I took the, I took the story and transferred it to Houston. The armadillo's name is Sandy. And I dedicated this book to Sandra Bernhardt, who was the original founder of HGO Co., who I worked with. Um, and she passed away several years ago. So it's just kind of an homage to her and all of her wonderful work at HGO. But, um, as the story progresses, the armadillo meets all these other creatures who basically say, no, no, you can't sing. And Sandy just says, nope, I'm going to do it and keeps soldiering on along the bayou. He lives on Buffalo Bayou, of course. Of course. And then, yeah, this big storm comes. Sandy falls asleep and in his dream, he gets transformed and his shell floats down the bayou, gets pulled in through the opera stage door. Uh, as you may or may not know, Houston Grand Opera is located in the Wortham, which is right on the banks of the bayou, and uh, gets pulled inside and used on stage. And uh, I wrote this book, the text, back in December, uh, as like a year and a half ago. This is pre-Harvey. Yeah. So it's kind of eerily um, coincidental. Oh, wow. Oh, well, I thought this was surely inspired after the facts. You right. No, kind of I, I did it before. And... Uh, not that Houston is unused to storms and hurricanes, but uh, Harvey in particular really turned uh, our city upside down and the opera. Uh, we have just recently moved back into the Wortham, so it's kind of a nice homecoming that way, but also sure. to have this book that celebrates it in a in a different way. Sure. So you can collect all, what, you see, five in the series that's going to be happening. It's a beautiful book, by the way. It's very, very fun to read. This is, uh, well, so this this is, it's a standalone book, but we have four other okay. storybooks that we already have been using that are opera-themed. Um, they're opera cat. You know, they're all kind of um, about... Not all, but there, a lot of them are about animals that sing, and yeah. so it's it all works together nicely. But and it'll all, of course, be acted out live. You said coming yep. up in the series. Yeah, uh, I will be doing the first few myself, um, and I, I've been trying to set up a bunch of fun free performances around the city, sure. including the Houston Arboretum. I'm in talks with Brazos Bookstore, the Children's Museum, places like that. Um, all the details can be found on our website hgo.org of all these great free performances that we're sort of trying to introduce the book to Houston because it's it's something that HGO has never done before. So. Yeah, I love it. It's a great extension of the, uh, if you're a fan of the opera yourself, you want to get your kids into it somehow in kind of a sneaky way to introduce them, uh, this is a great way to do it. The website, one more time, so you can buy the books there. I'm assuming you can buy them directly at the opera as well. Yeah, we'll be selling them at our boutique, which is before every performance. We're working on getting it lined up to sell online, and the website is hgo.org. Dennis Aerosmith from uh, Houston Grand Opera. Thanks, man. Thank you so much for having us. We're really excited about this project.